0: Have you ever felt like the work you were supposed to love is instead sucking your soul and you aren't making the impact you always dreamed of making? If so, you aren't alone. From broke and underemployed to six figures plus, powered only by daydreams and grit, I realized I was burning out and my values of freedom, purpose, and making an impact we're taking the backseat to my wallet. I realized that I needed to build my own field guide to awesome from the inside out. So I gave it all up and I traveled the world to rediscover what was most important to me and create a business that filled my pockets, filled my soul, and allowed me to multiply my impact. But the question is, how will I do it? Join me on my journey and find out as we build our community of experts and share the secrets of success from the inside out. My name is Trina Serechia, and this is the Field Guide to Awesome. Welcome back to the Field Guide to Awesome, folks. In last week's episode, I spoke again with Molly Summer. Molly and I talked about her journey through major health crises, financial bankruptcy, and job loss to emerging victoriously on the other side to build her online community unconflicted. It was a powerful episode, folks. So if you missed it, make sure to go back and check it out. But don't go yet, folks. My next guest is Sue Perez. Sue is an Emmy award-winning television makeup artist for NBC Universal, and she's also worked on The Dr. Oz Show, HBO, and Law and & Order SVU. Sue is also the author of Beneath the Makeup, 12 Lessons to Empower and Inspire You. Join me in welcoming Sue Perez. Sue, thank you so much for coming back. I had such an amazing time talking with you the last time we spoke in the last interview, and there is so much more to unpack in regards to (laughs) doing videos. This podcast is an audio recording, but video is such a big part of my business, and it is such a big part of the industry right now, especially in the time of COVID. And I think it will continue to be that way going forward. Thank you so much for coming back.
1: Oh, Trina, thank you. I mean, I I enjoyed it when we had that podcast and it was, and even just when I listened back, just all the nuggets, all the beautiful, you know, inspiration in there. So I'm thrilled to be back. Thank you.
0: You know, and I'm thrilled to have an Emmy award-winning makeup artist on my show i'm just tickled pink
1: tickled yes <laughs> yes i am i don't actually when the emmys were on i my husband said look honey look he pointed to mine and i said i know i have one too you know it's kind of cool it's very cool yeah that fantastic. is
0: a huge huge achievement it's like well well i have an emmy <laughs> so awesome so Here's what I'd love to talk to you about today. Last time we really talked about your journey and what you had to overcome to get to where you are now and, and why you're so passionate about what you do. And what I'd love to hear is a little bit more about what you're doing now. Um, you mentioned offline brand messaging. Tell me a little bit more about that in relation to what you do.
1: Brand and brand messaging is so critical for entrepreneurs. And I don't think that a lot of them that I see are really even aware of how they appear online, um, what it means to your business if you don't have a brand or if you're not positioning yourself as an expert with a brand, if you don't have any social media presence that's across the channels consistent and that match and that look like there's some cohesiveness when clients are searching for what they're looking for and they're looking for an expert like let's say something you offer, if they land on you or they find your name, what will they see? if they find you on social media, what is your um, you know presentation what are you what are you saying? what is your brand message? and it's it's not enough just to say, that you've achieved this or you've achieved that, or you've gone to this school or that school because people are looking to work with, with experts that have expertise in what they need help with. So Mm. right now we're, we're in a special time where um, there's more women online and women entrepreneurs. And there's all of these, um, you know, opportunities to work with coaches and, you know, consultants. And if you're a consultant or a coach, and you're, you are working, who works mostly with a female, you know, uh, audience, this is the, the best time to be visible. This is the best time to be, um, on these social media platforms. Once you're comfortable, um, getting your brand message out. And what I've, what I've personally seen are entrepreneurs that have a very mixed message in their brand messaging. They say that they're this, but they do that. Uh, they also have, um, no, no, can you, real give me
0: a, yeah. can you give me an example of that? Because that sounds intriguing. And uh, one of the things, one of my previous careers was as a copywriter in copywriting. It's so important to have a consistent message because confused people do not buy.
1: And, and what I mean more by that is that you need to be clear about who your audience is and what it is you offer them. And that has to come across like it's not enough to just produce video content where you're talking about. I have to give an example. Like, let's say I call myself a a, like a social media marketer or I work with social media marketing, which is really hot right now. And I go to your website and there's literally nothing that reflects social media on it. Mm -hmm. And that means that means everything from the frontest piece of your website, the home page, your sales page, your opt-in page, your blog, photos that you use, backgrounds that you use, like what about your your brand presence and your images reflective in what you say you do? Your messaging and your brand messaging is all a part of that. I mean, I know entrepreneurs that have literally said to me, you don't need a website. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. And it's like, okay. This particular person uses opt in pages and offers links to people via email or text message when she's doing an event or she's, uh, you know, has something going on, which is fantastic. And I'm not, you know, saying that that's wrong. But if I talked about her to someone else, they would say, What's her name? And they're going to go and they're going to go into Google and they're going to type her name in. And if they can't pull up a website and if they can't find a landing page or a sales page or something that will, point to what she does. And and not just that, but they want to see articles. If you've been published, if you have a book, what kind of podcasts you've done, if any, what social media platforms are you on? And, you know, it's all relevant because some people will not work with you if they can't find information about you. It's just like restaurants, right? It's just like, if you're going to make reservations and you're on vacation, you're going to read a review on Yelp, right? You're going to go, well, I don't know. There's a couple of restaurants here. Let's see what they, let, let's see what other people think, right? You're going to read reviews. If you're shopping on Amazon, There's how many people selling the same merchandise? Why would you go with one of the other? Is it is it is it reviews? Do you look at reviews? I do. Is it um, watching a video to see how it works? I mean, I love, I'll give you an example, Nordstrom, because Nordstrom shows you the merchandise and they show you a stylist who introduces themselves really briefly for a 15 second video, 20 second video, and shows you the merchandise and then tells you how to wear it. And yeah. I, I mean, we're, we are riveted as a culture now. We have to see it. We are visual. We are stimulated by visual. The more appealing it is, the better. That's just human nature, right? That's not, that's science. That's not, I'm not saying that. That's just the way it is. So your brand message is critical. And I I mean, I actually made a video on my, in, 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 my, in my Facebook group, the video coach, where I talk about websites because, and I just filmed a quick video talking about it. You know, a website is an employee, but this employee is going to work for you seven days a week, 24 hours a day. They're never going to take a vacation. They're never going to call in sick. They're never going to tell you, oh, I can't work today because my kid is sick or I got to take care of my mom or run an errand. They're not going to have emergencies. They're never going to ask for a raise. And they're going to work in every time zone around the world you know, because anyone that comes to your website is going to want to know about you and about your services and and your offerings. And so how much money do you think an employee like that is worth? (laughs) So uh, if you do it right, that that employee could make you some money when you're not, when you're sleeping or you're on vacation somewhere. So your brand presence and your message is huge. And I just, it's just surprising to me. I had a a conversation with a, a person who uh, she, she says she, she designs websites, but I couldn't find anything about it. I couldn't find, you know, uh, any real
0: a portfolio
1: portfolio or like even like Behance or or some of these websites that are just single or even on Pinterest or Facebook, you know, like, you know, I, I remember when I was freelancing as a makeup artist and everybody was doing makeup had portfolios on Facebook, you know, cause it was a way to virtually show your work. How can you say that you do something and not have any representation of it anywhere or have anybody talking about you? And as we know with, 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 uh, with the internet, what you really want is you want social proof. You want other people talking about you. You want other people talking about how great you are. It's not enough to say, I love my clients. I have so many wonderful clients. And well, that's wonderful for you. But who are your clients? And what are they saying about you? So social media and brand messaging is all tied in in that you can use social media to impact and get your brand message out there.
0: Yes. And I, I, while I love what you say about websites, I like to think of websites as your digital business card. You know, it's like the first thing people see when they type in your name or your business name. Um, But I don't think we need to have it do all the work. People aren't going to buy just by looking at the website, but it is a place of showing a little bit of credibility, like you're a real person.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Like I, I, you don't have to spend $50,000 on a website, you know, or even $5,000 on a website. You know, what what you want to invest is on you. A, a WordPress site is very inexpensive. You can even design it yourself. Uh, there's people that even teach courses on how to make your own website. It doesn't have to be really expensive, but a landing page or a home, because if you're in business, everything you do, you mm. want it to go back to your home base. You want you don't want to send people somewhere else. You don't want to share stories of content that other people wrote. Um, if you look at Facebook and you post something on Facebook that you did on LinkedIn or on YouTube, Facebook doesn't like that. They don't want you to take people away from Facebook. So right. When you talk about algorithms and stuff like that, you have to be aware that you're better off publishing the actual video or the content or some frame of it, so people can just click on it and see it. But if it takes them away from Facebook, that's not a good idea. And social media and understanding how the platforms function, and the fact that the algorithms are changing all the time—like they're—they, they're, it's really interesting because people think, "Oh, I can teach you how to do this on, let's say, Instagram." But Instagram algorithms are changing all the time, and it's—that's it, it, just the way that it is. So you have to be a person who is able to. Really position yourself as an expert and also be clear about your brand messaging and know who your audience is. And most people don't talk to their audience. I see a lot of content that is asking for things like, you know, sign up for mm. this, sign up for that, and join me for this. And this is free and this is only X amount of money. Like, you know, they 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 make it so reasonable to, to jump on. And and again, what you charge for your services and your products is your right. You can decide whatever but i just see so much of that where people are just messaging out like buy this and sign up for that and they're asking
0: first without serving first
1: yeah i mean like i don't know who you are and i don't know what what you're really teaching or what you're really selling i don't know why why should i work with you like why what is it that you know that makes me interested like just because you have a class just because you're offering something for free or just because you're you know what is the value if you're asking me all the time to do something and i think that there's a ton of that right now on the on the social media landscape across many different platforms and it's just it's it just makes me laugh because when you go a little deeper on these people and you check them out there's not a lot of substance and the story is very muddled and their offerings are very mixed and the messaging is just like confusing it's just confusing so you know it's critical your brand message how you show up what you're saying, what you're communicating is it has to be crystal clear if you want to serve your audience. So you need to know who your audience is.
0: Yeah. You need to know who your audience is and serve with integrity and show up with integrity um, and show up service first, because you are asking these people to invest in themselves with you. And Just asking people to buy isn't enough. It's showing up, serving first, going with your handful to give to them.
1: I mean, I always love to connect with entrepreneurs. I have a lot of calls that I have on a regular basis and I always offer them, like, how can I support you? Like, what is it that I can do for you in your business? How can I, because um, collaboration and connecting is so critical as a business owner, not just because, you know, you get the opportunity to share what you do and, and, and impact them, but you get a chance to work with other people who could teach you things. It's a really valuable exchange. Um, You know, I had a conversation with someone who wanted to work with me as a JV partner, which means like joint venture partner. And, um, you know, when I researched her, she thought I would be good, uh, like in terms of Working together with clients, and I don't really understand. Frankly, I don't really know. She was just trying to get more business, I yeah. think, because when I had the conversation, like you know, she just says, "I, you know, Sue, I, I, I think that you have because of what you're doing with video. Like it was really about that." And then she does stuff that has to do with like um, websites, and so she thought like we have the same client or we have the same partner. I, I think that's what she was thinking, because I'll be honest. I I couldn't really answer to that. I couldn't make a decision. I had to research a little bit, right? Because if anybody comes to you and says, I want to work with you, Trina, you'd be like, okay, sure. But you'd be open, but you'd want to do a little research first. And when I researched her, I couldn't find her on Google because the her her name the spelling of her name was very tricky and then it was you know when you use your name as your company name that's challenging unless you're very well known like you know famous person people don't know how to spell your name so that that was tricky and and she had no website and she had like two social media platforms uh and they were private so I couldn't look at her Facebook group I couldn't you know so it's like okay you want to work with me but I can't find anything about you I can't read anything about you and it's very limited what I see and and again, what's the brand message? If you land there and you see something on their, on their social media and they're advertising who they are, their business or company, what does it look like and what is it saying? Because as a, as a consumer, that's what we're doing. We're going by what we're seeing and what we're reading and how it's, how it, how it, how it's positioned. So, you know, you're looking at a lot, you're looking at referrals, you're looking at testimonials, you're looking at videos, you're looking at, you know, you're basically investigating this individual. And I mean, companies do it before they hire people and we do it as consumers before we buy stuff. So, you know, it just, it just like, (laughs) I thought it was kind of kind of ironic, you know, it was kind of like, why is she, she's a person that says she designs websites, but she doesn't have a website, you know? And it was just, it was just kind of like I scratched my head on that one, you know, it's just.
0: (laughs) So that, that is interesting. And, you know, I think it is true um, that, we need to show up more and show up more authentically and showing up in a way that represents who we are and what we do um, in a way that feels good. And I loved what you had to say about brand messaging and reaching out to your audience. Now I know what a lot of people are tuning in to hear about is how to look great on zoom.
1: Yes. Oh my God. Yes. I mean, that's how, when, when I, when I started stepping full, like feet first into my business and and my company is called Beauty Phonics, um, you know, I, I I just went full on in and started working with my clients in a very big way because, you know, beauty and looking good on camera is something I know a lot about. So my my clients, uh, it was so interesting more than ever, women just really wanted my, my expertise on makeup and how to, you know, women that were always client facing, you know, in, in the broad, in, in a bigger sense, like on a stage, all of a sudden now you're on a computer screen. Like, how do you, how do you, you know, it's a completely different medium. And I was able to really connect with my clients and really impact them. And I also discovered that, you know, being on video is hard and being on zoom even, and having those meetings and speaking on camera and getting your message out, the whole culture of corporate is, has, has shifted. And being on Zoom and being virtual is not going to go away. Like, this is not new. This is something we've been doing. But now it's going to happen more so now, more going into the future. And it's relevant. And so coaching on, on camera and, and really teaching you as the entrepreneur, as a, a person who's reaching a, a target audience, how to do that dive into who your market is and how to communicate to them and how to put, you know, look good on camera. That's part of what I teach in, in, in my course. The uh, dynamic video blueprint, but looking good on Zoom doesn't need to, re- doesn't take like a production team. Like we're not, we're, okay. we don't need to hire professionals. You don't need to get, you know, a lighting, like lighting tech, you know, you can do very low tech and show up on camera and look great. And I I think the number one or number, a couple of things that I think I've seen that really people can impact the way that they look right away would be make sure you have light on your face, make sure you're, you're centered in the frame. Um, try to like try to minimize all of the distractions. There's a lot of stuff happening. I know that we are compromised sometimes or we don't have total quiet, total privacy, but if you can minimize the pets, minimize the kids, you know get some quiet time if you're going to be on a, a, a live uh, call or you're going to be doing a zoom conference call it's just less less distracting to your audience. And as far as hair and makeup, I mean I, I have a, a part of that that I, that I teach. Um, because it doesn't require a lot either. I really want people to look their best on camera. And there are some some great things you can do to enhance the way your eyes look, make your skin look great. Um, you know, there's little tricks and things that help because we are smaller, but yet we show up in a bigger way.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think. And one of the awesome things that I've learned with Zoom, I think you need a pro plan to stream to Facebook, to do Facebook Lives with it. But... It's available even on the free plan when you're doing regular Zoom meetings or you're recording yourself on Zoom is enhance your features. Um, yeah.
1: yeah, I, so I they have those filters, right? They have, they I have adore a, like that. A, yeah, it blurs you a little bit. It softens your your skin tone a little bit. Like it looks less shiny or, and and you can also flip your image. So it looks like, you know, the way that we look on camera is like a reverse, right? So you could flip that, the image, um, I, I, what I love about it is that you can just enhance the backgrounds. I love using um, a, a green screen um, because I can put any virtual background that I like in the background and it just gives me kind of more of a focus on me and not on what's happening behind me. I think when we look at people on Zoom, sometimes you get caught up in like looking at the books on the shelf or the plant or some some weirdness that's going on and it's like you know and and it's at the same time it's like no i want you to look on at me i want you to focus on me right now right like right now i'm looking at you and i'm focusing on you i know this is a podcast but we're we're doing this over zoom and we can see each other and it's fabulous that we can look at each other and see each other and look at just like i'm not distracted by anything else other than trina's beautiful face i'm listening to her gorgeous voice and i see her beautiful face and that's that's it on zoom and it's just You know, it's so funny, like you'll just go on a call or a conference call or or you'll go on a, there's so many networking events that happen now um, that that are virtual across so many different uh, groups. And you go on and there's somebody sitting in in almost like what I call like silhouette, (laughs) where it's just Mm. dark. (laughs) <laughs> and you can't see Yeah, them. I think
0: the the lighting on your face, especially if you have a lot of light coming through the a window behind you, is so important. Um otherwise you look like you're the um witness protection. It's
1: just weird. It almost feels like your your voice should be camouflaged and it sounds weird. Yeah. when they do those those interviews. Um but like if you're going to record video, like I always tell clients, um use a use a ring light you know, uh, because that ring light or small light source is going to, you know, light you up, even if you're recording in, at, at night. And um, if it's the daytime and you have access to position yourself in front of the windows, um, not in direct sunlight, if it's direct sunlight, it's going to be too washed out. So you want to be at, you know, uh, a daylight look that it's not going to be so bright sunlight and just have that natural daylight is always like the best light. Um, and also, yeah, um, it sounds
0: like they'll have to experiment with the light and ring lights are really inexpensive on Amazon right now.
1: They are. I have a ring light. I use a ring light tripod so I can raise the ring light. I can stand up and I can record, I can sit down and record, um, you know, I can record any time of the day. And just as a quick note for your audience, if you're recording video, please don't date the video. So what that means is like, don't say good morning. Don't say, Oh, it's so cold today. It snowed. Because the person that's watching your video and replay, they don't, you know, it could be six months later and it's not snowing anymore. Or if you say it's Sunday and they're watching it on a Monday, they're gonna think it's old and it's not relevant. So it's important not to draw any attention to the time of the day or even in your clothing. Like I, when I shoot video content, I always make sure what I'm wearing is neutral. You don't wanna wear anything that could even slightly hint at the time of the, of the year. So just wanna add that for your audience.
0: I love that. I love that. And one of the things that I've been doing in my own business is going live Monday through Friday um, every week. And I started that back in August. And one of the things that I wish that I had done differently, although I am super proud of myself and excited that I've been able to keep that up consistently. And I find that I enjoy it more and more every, each time I do it. And I improve more and more each time I do it. When I first started, I had a lot of crutch words, ums, us. <laughs> still hear a lot of, all right, yeah. <laughs> Yes. okay. Yes. I still have some of those in there, but it, it it makes it so that each time I get better, and I enjoy it more and more. I think. One of the things when you were talking about dating them, I still do it. And I remind myself that I need to stop or at least um, not do it throughout the body of the live because I can always edit it out later. Right. But I would always say, hey, happy Monday. Happy Tuesday. Right, right,
1: right. And it's Thursday. Because- Because, you know, what happens is like, let's say, let's say that you take that video content and you put it on your website or you put it on, uh, you know, another platform where it's going to live and people are going to be able to click and watch or, or, you know, and you say happy Monday, happy Tuesday, or, oh, it's, you know, here we are, it's so hot. You know, June is always usually not as muggy or August and you start dating it and you start putting those, those dates on your content you know, it just, it, it's not timeless anymore. You know, you want to be timeless. You want your video to literally live in it like on an infinity. Now, if it's like 10 years later, obviously your hair might've changed color. That's different, but I'm talking about the content, right? We, we wanna, if they go to your like YouTube channel, you know, they wanna look at your videos and they, they wanna hear what you have to say and learn learn, learn from you but you don't wanna date your content. So I'm always like, I never say good morning. I never say, um, I never mention like the day of the week because I, I don't know when my audience is watching that. We don't know. And and the best thing is for them to watch it whenever they do and for that message to reach them, for them to absolutely grasp what you're teaching, for, for it to resonate, for it to, you know, for them to take action, right? So. It's not just like, okay, I'm writing a video or I'm sharing a video or I'm going live. What is your call to action? Like, what are you trying to say in that video message? And not that you have to tell them what to do necessarily, but there should be some call to action at the end of it because it should direct them somewhere. It should send them somewhere. It should, it should, it should be something that will now encourage them to either sign up for something that you have or join your mailing list or um, check something out that you've written on your blog or, you know, some, some free gift that you're offering uh, as an opt-in you know, what do you want your audience to do? Where do you want them to go? I agree. And I see a lot of videos that just like someone is talking and talking and they go at the end of it, they just go, all right, great. Hope you have a great day. Boom. You know, or, or, it's, <laughs> and like, we're if you want done. To know more, email me. <laughs> if you want to know more, just email me and you know, whatever. Bye. Um, I think that, yes,
0: every single piece yeah. of marketing, every video, every audio, every post Every social media post should have some one single call to action, one place, one small action that you want your audience to do. And please, and it brand. doesn't always have to, yeah, and, and yeah. brand it and brand it. It doesn't have to be by now. It can be just, hey, no. drop right. a heart emoji. But right. you're training your audience as well to, to hey, 200. I've got one simple thing I can do.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I, it's funny when you see people spend time on, you know, making these really beautiful quotes and they illustrate them. They maybe use Canva and, and I use Canva. I love it. It's so easy. I can do a Canva now in like 15 seconds. Right. And it's, it's so nice to see these beautiful thought out, they research, you know, quotes that are really going to inspire their audience. And, you know, maybe they use a the day of the week to do a quote that day. And that's what they're going to publish. And there's no branding on it. So if somebody shares that, on their social media like who, who created it um and that's why instagram is so different like if you watch that on instagram people are branding the content on instagram and or if they're pulling it from Pinterest like you want to say at so and so for the photos and you know you want to you know you want to be able to refer back to the original creator of the content so if you are a brand and you're sharing something that's really inspiring and people like it they're gonna look for the person who created it and if you created it and your brand is not on it either your website or your company name or, or some reference to you. And it doesn't have to be huge or, you know, a logo. It doesn't have to be uh, something that's, you know, the massive, most important part of your content, but it should appear because when it gets shared, <laughs> you know what I mean? And hopefully it does, right? That's what we're looking to do. Shareable content, people are sharing your videos, sharing your message, that it leads back to you. And that yes. is um, something that I teach. Of course, it's a part of my course, it's not just, making videos and having confidence or just looking cute on camera, or, you know, I teach, I teach people how to really dive deep into who they are uh, as a brand and really uncover who their audience is and how to speak to their audience in a very impactful way. And branding is a huge component of what I teach because it is about branding and now you are your brand, right? So when you look at big box companies, you know, they they're no, well known, right? Like we, we we look at their images and their logos and we know who they are. They it resonates for us or it doesn't or it doesn't because as consumers, we all have our preferences. And the same thing happens to us as owners. We want to resonate with our audience. We want them to say, I resonate with her. I like her brand. I want to be consi- I want to see what she's doing. How is she showing up? And And that is why it's so important right now for entrepreneurs to be front and center, like you doing the Facebook lives, having a podcast, you know, sharing your message. It's so impactful because that's the only way to be visible right now. It's like, we're not on television and actually TV and ad spend is down. You know, there's, there's not Mm -hmm. the money being spent because people are online. The world is online.
0: Yeah. And I think one of the things that is so important to recognize um, in our first interview, you talked about imposter syndrome and comparing yourself and how you got over that. And I think there's so much of that happening now in, uh, today's market and society, because whatever you do, there's somebody else who does it as well. But there is an actuality, there's no real competition because even though there are, millions, hundreds of thousands of other coaches who might do something similar to what I do, there are going to be specific people, my ideal clients who will recognize me and recognize that, hey, her, she has the energy. She has the the showing up that resonates with me. She has the message. I've heard the message like 10 times before, but the moment that she said it, it clicks.
1: It clicked. Absolutely.
0: Video is an opportunity for you to really show up as a professional, as an entrepreneur, as someone who has the solution for your ideal people and showing yourself out there allows them to find you. You are doing a service by showing up and showing up in your own authentic way. And I love what you do, Sue. I love that you. you are helping women become more comfortable and confident in showing up online and showing up on video. So I, when I, when I met you and we first had our first conversation, I'm like, yes, I need to have her on my show.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, the other thing I just want to add to that is that the the metrics are compelling when you look at click rates and, how long people will stay on your video, um, why they'll stay, stay while they'll share it. Th- those metrics keep going up and people want to see video and people, if they land on your website and there's no video, it's not as engaging as other people's websites that have video. Like it's just the, the click rates and the power of using video right now, it's, it's just going to go up and up There's more people on uh, the internet and using social media and and, in every demographic around the world and every age group. Once you know who your audience is and who you want to speak to, that's how you can navigate social media. Um, There's just so much that I've, I've seen that I can, I can say already how my clients have been impacted by it. And it's just thrilling to see women stepping out, being front and center, taking that step forward with video because it's not going anywhere. And if you're not using video in your business, You're missing out on the fastest way to get your brand message out there.
0: Yes, yes. And and it's so forgiving, especially on Facebook um, and even on Instagram or doing it via stories. Just get out there and start practicing. Do short videos. You can limit your audience to just you. So you can play with it. You can test it. You can get comfortable with it. Right. All right. Just yeah. keep going out there. And then if you like what you have, then you can make it public. That's when way back in the day, that's how I first got started. You know, I had the hardest time I was have everything set up and I had just couldn't press the go live until I changed it to private. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I'm just going to play around with that it. And right. then I did the live. <laughs> and then I changed it to public when I was comfortable with it. And now I just, I come up with a headline. And I think about a topic for like five minutes. I press play. I mean, record and I go and I talk for oh my
1: gosh. 15 minutes. Um, I, I love hearing this because my, my course talks about topics and creating cut co- topics and topics that will reach your target market and how to mm-hmm. discover that. And also, um, you know, how, how to create content that is going to have a return on your investment, because like, we're all working, we're busy, we're doing everything. If you're an entrepreneur, you know, and you're just starting out, even, you know, you don't have a VA, or, you know, or, or someone who's assisting you or writing for you or creating content for you, or what have you, you're doing it all right. And, um, you know, if you can scale your content, and that's what I teach, it just makes your time. In your investment of time so much better and the return on your investment, you want to create content that's going to bring people back to you. You know, what, what is the engagement? How many likes, how many shares, how many views, you know, you want to create content that you can review and you can see how it does. And that's how you determine what you're doing. It's like, you just can't spend time making videos anymore. It's not enough to just say I got to do lives and be on camera and be live. that's a, a p- process to become more confident to absolutely be more visible. But, is that time converting into something and that has to be watched too. Mm. And that's a part of what I teach is like really creating content that converts content and video content that converts. What is it that it's actually accomplishing for you as a business owner? And um, I love that.
0: I love that now. And this might have something to do with what you just talked about. Um, Before we got on, I asked you about two or three takeaways and you said something about You are too busy to not get your brand awareness out there and to stop wasting time. How does wasting time look right now, do you think, for the people who are struggling with video?
1: Um, I'll just say it like this. The time that you're wasting not creating video, your competition is, and that's where your client is going. Yeah. Because at the end of the day... People are online searching for you and you may have exactly what they need. And if they can't find you, they're going to find somebody else who's doing it.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's because when it, powerful. when it comes,
1: yeah, I mean, because it's like, like, to, just, to, just to piggyback on what you were saying about um, how things are competitive and there's so many people doing the same thing, which is what's beautiful, which means what? There's a market for it. It's If it's competitive, people yes. are buying it. There's a need for it. Okay. But think about it like this. Um, if you go to the bread aisle in any supermarket, like how many brands of bread are there? <laughs> I'm laughing because the last time I went down the bread aisle, I was overwhelmed. It was like, I mean, every kind of bread. Every some with seeds, some that are healthy, some that are gluten free. There's white bread. There's there's pumpernickel. There's there's uh, you know there's bagels. There's there's toast. There's uh, crackers. That, I mean, but the bread aisle is massive, right? And everybody eats bread. And everybody buys bread and bread's not going out of business, baby.
0: <laughs> so,
1: so you know what, like you need to think of your company and your brand the same way. If she's selling bread and I'm selling bread, great. We're all eating. We're all eating. And you can't get caught up in that competitive comparison because it happens. Um, everybody's trying to do something now. Everybody's trying to be relevant and visible and they're getting ideas and they're watching. They're watching. they are spending so much time watching what you're doing. What you're posting, what you're sharing, and it's like they're they're trying to get ideas. People are trying to, you know, I I saw somebody who says she's a she she she's a master of Pinterest. That's her thing, Pinterest. And she had 13 people following her on Pinterest, you know. And I said, okay, I her, so all right, no no no, that's fine. She only has 13 followers, but then she she posted something that had to do with an interview that she did with somebody who's uh, doing some kind of coaching, and now she's a coach. I'm coaching entrepreneurs. It's like, how do you pivot from doing Pinterest coaching with what really based on what you know and and it's just there's a lot of people just trying everything right now they're all. Um, you know, testing things out and dipping their toe in the pond and at the end of the day it's like can you deliver can you actually deliver on your brand message promise. Um, in your content and what you're teaching, or what is your offering to the world. And that's all you need to care about. You don't need to be focused on what other people are doing at all. Let, let them do it. Because at the end of the day, either clients will rebuy or go away.
0: Yep. Yeah. And as entrepreneurs, what we do is we are creating solutions, and those solutions need to create results. We're trying to solve problems. So, yeah, I mean, that's the whole point of being an entrepreneur, being a coach. That's wonderful. So, what is your big goal in the next 12 to 24 months? What do you have coming up that's exciting for you?
1: I am just so excited to be working with so many entrepreneurs that value what I'm teaching that in the next 24 months, I want to see my, I want to see my program just like really skyrocket. I would like it to be at least, you know, 10,000 people that have taken it. You know what I mean? I have like high numbers and projections out there because I know the impact it's going to mean in their business. And to know that they're absolutely overcoming the fear, the insecurity, the confusion um, of, uh, you know, what it means to, to be on video and, and, and what all those things that are holding them back and really unleash their brand in a way and their message to the, to the, to the market out there to, you know, to be more visible and to be successful doing it. I mean, that's my goal is for people yeah. to, win, for people to really break through. And, and I'm excited about that. I'm so on, like, I have a, a client that's already that, that's, that, that's, that's in my program. Who's already put it on blast after like, like the first week she's like super, I mean, she was already giving me like that social proof and hasn't even finished the course yet. I mean that to me is is huge. That that means so much to me because that means that she's getting the value of what I'm teaching and that it's impacting her business and that she's able to step in there and really gain the insights and I mean there's just so many wonderful aspects of what I'm teaching but I just it made me feel so good to see that without her even completing it, because usually when you get a testimonial, it's at the end of something and people want to Mm -hmm. turn back and go, what did you think? And there's surveys and fill this out. What was your biggest takeaway? La, la, la. But to see that immediate reaction, it just, it just makes me happy. And to have the conversations I've had with so many entrepreneurs that are shouting me out on their social media that are interviewing me. Of course you, Trina, that I, you know, I adore you. I mean, it's just like, it's so, it's so encouraging. It's so exciting to me. So I just feel like uh, as long as I'm creating value in people's lives and people are winning, and really succeeding. That's what I look forward to. That's what I'm, that's what I'm, that's what I'm visioning. That's, that's what I see happening.
0: That's so exciting. That's so exciting. Sue, how can people find out more about you?
1: The best way to find me is at my website and it's a uh, dynamic And on that website, you'll see, you'll see me, there's a video you you'll read about me. My bio is there. You will have access to contact me via email through text message. I mean, it's just, it's so amazing to have a, to have that social presence because people do just like you said, how do how do we find out about you? And the best way is to find me online.
0: Perfect. And listeners, I will have all of that in the show notes. Sue, it has been an absolute pleasure to talk with you. I am so glad that you joined me for a second interview. Oh my gosh, Trina, this has been so thrilling. And I just want to thank you. I
1: really just want to, I mean, thank you just seems like an understatement. It's it nothing excites me more than to share what I'm passionate about and what I believe I'm here to do as my mission. And I'm just so grateful. So thank you so much for this.
0: You're welcome. Video is so important. And I know that there are entrepreneurs out there who need what you have. So I'm excited to be able to showcase you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Trina. Hey, I'm so glad you joined me today. In my next episode, I talk again with Mari Suzuki, the Con Marie of cooking and author of her Amazon number one best selling cookbook. Kitchen Wizard FlexiPees. We talk about her new YouTube cooking show where she reveals Japanese cooking secrets never before translated. Make sure to tune in next week. You won't want to miss it. Hey, thanks for listening. I truly hope you got something out of this episode that you can immediately implement in your life or business. If so, one of the easiest ways you can help me and multiply your impact is to please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and help me reach other heart-centered and socially conscious entrepreneurs like you. I also have a special invitation to share with you. If you are a coach who wants to identify your self-worth, break through limiting beliefs, and overcome energetic blocks, to scale to consistent 5k plus months, I invite you to book a call with me. We'll have an intimate conversation about you, your business, and what's holding you back from scaling to consistent 5k plus months in your coaching business. If you still need more help at the end of the call, and it makes sense to both of us, we'll talk about what it would look like to work together. If this sounds good to you, click the book Trina link in the show notes. Thanks again for listening and stay tuned for next week. And remember, be awesome.